only is San Francisco probably my favorite city in North America, um, but I have a soft spot for the Warriors because in my late 40s, I grew up with the Rick Barry, Clifford Ray, Jeff Mullen, um, Golden State Warriors, and they were fantastic, and they won a championship. And it's always been an absolutely great NBA town. It's what I say about New York. Even when they're down for years, people love this franchise. And Jerry West is now a Golden State Warriors executive board member, and it's our pleasure to bring him on. First time in team history, they've had a road trip with six wins, best start since the 90s, nine of their first 14 on the road they've won. How surprised are you, Jerry? This is To me, that's the surprise of the NBA. Are you surprised? Well, pleasantly, uh, Colin. It's a, um, it almost reminds me very much of a college atmosphere, the way these guys have interacted with each other. Um, I mean, if you see them, they're really close. It seems like every night we have someone who steps up and uh, comes through for us uh, when, someone, when someone else is not doing it. We have seven first-year or second-year players on our team. And I think it's really impressive with what uh, I've watched so far. Um, if we can get one our, our healthy center uh, back, then uh, it would really give us a tremendous amount of help because he's one of the better centers in the league. And I'm talking, I'm talking about obviously uh, Andrew Bogut, and uh, he hasn't played before game for us. And we think uh, sometime here soon he's going to play, and when he does, it's, gonna, it's just going to make us better. You know, Jerry, how many years did you play in the league, Jerry? I played for 14. Okay, that's that's very typical. Um, um, and I remember your career well. Gail Goodrich, again, I, I'm dating myself, but I remember it well as a kid growing up in rural Washington. I was a Laker fan and an NBA fan. Kobe last night, 17th year now, sixth straight game of 30 points. Is it nutrition? Is it science? Is it his game? How has he endured that in his 17th year? He's averaging, he's getting 30 a night regularly. Well, obviously he's playing a lot of minutes right now, and he's shooting on a lot of shots. Uh, But uh, that's not the true story of Kobe Bryant. The true story of Kobe Bryant is someone who prepares himself every year to go out and play the game the way it's intended to. Uh, You know, he takes it like a – it's like a battle to him every night when he plays. And he is so skilled and so talented that um, he's just one of those players that never takes a night off. And he just got an inner drive that – a uh, few have, and his greatness, um, shot-making ability, uh, his toughness, uh, playing through injuries is truly remarkable because at this stage of his career, even though he's not a young man, he's put an awful lot of miles on his legs. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, he plays, he does, he plays, he knows how to play one way, uh, and that's all out. But, uh, you know, as I say, just watching him grow up as a player and watching his skill level now, uh, develop. Uh, I think when they get Steve Nash, it will help him a little bit and relieve some of the minutes he plays. But he he just one of those great players that uh, truly is a, an icon, even in today's era. And he's going to go down with one of the greatest players ever. You know, it's interesting. We talked with Tim Hasselbeck. The NFL is more of a finesse league. The collective bargaining doesn't allow the contact. You're creating more finesse players, which I'm for because the game was, to me, getting too violent. Uh, similarly with the NBA, Jerry, we don't have the hand-checking. It's not like it was in the Jordan, Patrick Ewing, you know, Charles Oakley era. Are we creating a, some argue, though, AAU basketball is creating a shoot threes, not twos, no mid-range jumpers. It's all about jams. It's all about three-point shots. Do you like the direction of basketball now? 
Well, you know, <clears throat> and dur- during during my era, which is certainly I kind of call stone ages of the of the game, I saw I saw a change being made. More athletic players coming in, and certainly more athletic players you would think would want to play a quicker game. But the coaches have had a great deal of influence the way the game is being played. Uh, you know, I think college basketball is rougher than professional basketball. To be candid with you, and the league has done a great job because fans want to watch. Um, you know, they they want to watch these incredible athletes play. You know, the dunking. The highlight films used to be guys passing and and making beautiful passes and everything. Frankly, I like that, even though I think dunking, uh, I like to watch it. Uh, But I think passing and moving your body and less dribbling makes the game a lot more fun to watch. So do I. And the teams that have the most assist are usually teams, and the ones who don't have the most assist are ones who are usually playing kind of individually uh, individual basketball, which doesn't lead to great success. But, uh, you know, I just look at, I look at the game and I marvel at the players today. I'm not one of those older players who said, you know, um, who are kind of envious of these kids, mainly because of the money. I'm not one of those people. And uh, I, do, I do see room for improvement. Uh, hand-checking was something that we had to deal with, and really tough, dirty players when I played. Yeah. I don't see that in the league at all anymore. Uh, I think most of these players realize that uh, you know you got some really tough guys who compete every night. But uh, at one time, at one time, there were some very, very dirty players who you didn't want to shoot a layup at the wrong time of game. That's for sure. <laughs> and, and, and fighting and fighting was rampant then. Oh and, yeah. And that's the one thing I think that that when I watch the league play, I'm happy to see that that has not. Escalated, and thanks to the league office, David Stern, they've done a great job controlling the violence part of it. Um, and uh, the league is growing; it's fun to watch. It's almost watching a, watching a ballet. But when you watch truly great teams, they're they're special to watch. You know, and we don't we don't see it too, too many of those because of well, if you look at professional football, what's the truly great team in professional football? You know, I thought it was New England, and then all of a sudden you look up and they get beat the other night. And uh, in our league, two truly great teams, when when, when they play together, are beautiful to watch. You know, uh, Jerry, before we let you go, the Golden State Warriors executive board member, they've been the surprise of the league. And San Francisco, the Bay Area, to me, is a really, really good NBA market that has been somewhat deprived of quality basketball for years. So I love the turnaround. You know, it would be easy for you. You've had a remarkable career, but you watch the Lakers struggling now, and and I think of you as a Laker. Um, It would be easy to be angry or bitter and and Phil Jackson. And I look at the Lakers now, and I don't see Jerry, and I don't see Phil. And a part of me is like, I wish they were still there, but I understand evolving. What is your relationship? What if I say Lakers to you? Is it positive? Is it good? Is it reaffirming? Where is it with you and the Lakers? Well, you know, <clears throat> that was the love of my life, obviously, and, and you know, my, my relationship with the Lakers is, is a bond I'll never forget. But obviously, when you're involved with someone else, I'd like, even at my age, I'd like to think I'm still very competitive, and I hope we can beat the Lakers. But the reality is, until we beat them and beat them on a yearly basis, um, you know, we haven't, by my standards, arrived yet. But. You know, I, I think ownership is really key to a lot of franchises, and I know that I really feel fortunate that the Warriors thought I could contribute something to their uh, to their franchise, and Joe Lacob and Peter Goober and all the other minority owners who are, are just wonderful people. Uh, it, it makes me real proud to be involved with something where you enjoy the people you're with and, more importantly, have some success because, as you mentioned earlier, 
the fans up there are great. But, uh, you know, the Lakers have not played uh, the way people want them to play yet. Uh, and, uh, you know, just watching them, I do see them getting better. Um, I think until they get their full complements of players back. But I don't see that as an excuse. I really don't. Because they have enough talent there. And does that talent fit together? Can they defend people enough? Uh, and I think that ultimately what's going to win games for them, they had a game last night that looked like they were going to lose it, and defensively they really got after it for 20-some minutes of the game. And that allowed them to win. And that's, that's the area that the, I feel that they really have to improve on. There's a defensive area to give them a team that can play and, and play successfully, not only at home but on the road. Jerry, an absolute pleasure again. Continued success with the Warriors. Thank you so much, and, uh, you know, we're really happy. Our margin for error is not huge up there right now, but uh, we are getting better, and, um, you know, thankfully the fans get a chance to see something, and they've proven it by uh, turning out numbers for years now, and uh, I'm, I'm very hopeful that we can give them something that they haven't seen for a while, and that's a playoff team. Thanks, Jerry. Thank you, Kyle. Warriors play the Lakers on Saturday. I remember the great Warrior teams.